Kia ora, I'm Erin Keem and you're listening to Conversations About Closets with my closest thousand friends. I started this project to get me through a gloomy Seattle winter, which was hitting me hard. The thing is, I love women. Why not showcase them? Why not call women I've never met, have our first conversation, record it and turn it into a podcast? So that's what I did. I didn't edit, I still don't. Some days I'm on fire, some days not so much, and sometimes I even forgot to ask questions about closets. But all my guests are amazing. Listen up, get to know them, you'll be glad you did. If you want to be a guest on my show, go to erinkeem.com. I'd love to meet you. Aroha for listening, here's today's episode. Amy, welcome. You found it. You found the link. We are absolute geniuses, aren't we? <laughs> totally. Yeah, that was really easy. I've never used Anchor before. My business coach, Erica, said, hey, all you need to do is send a link and click record and you are good to go. So thank you yep. for being guinea pig number two, beta number two. You are, even though you are number one in my heart. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. So I'm Erin from The Happy Wardrobe, and I have, according to Facebook, I have 1,846 friends, which is quite reasonable. A lot of people I know go up to 5,000, and I don't know most of them. So I figured I'm going to work my way through. I'm going to call the women. I'm going to track down the women who are friends with me on Facebook, and I want to talk to them about clothes, but I'm cheating. I'm starting off with a really good friend who I've never met in person, because of COVID. We've never actually met. We've never Isn't that hugged. crazy? This crazy, but we, right? It, but it feels like we've known each other for years. Yes. <laughs> well, thank, you know, thank you, internet. Thank you, whoever I get my internet through. And I was at a networking event yesterday, which was an honor and a privilege to be there. But there were so many people in the room. Whereas talking to a woman one-on-one, it just feels right. So I really appreciate your time today. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Amy... I know you're amazing. You know you're amazing. Would you tell the world, because the millions, millions of people who are going to be listening to this, would you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Uh, well, I turn couples' stressful home transitions into peaceful new beginnings. And what that looks like is professionals and entrepreneurs who are in relationship transitions um, engage my professional organizing services to support them in rediscovering what home means to them. Then my team and I guide them through the organization and moving process. Some people are just organizing, some people are also moving. Engage them um, or guide them through the organization and moving process so they can experience more time, energy, and a renewed sense of home. We work in, oh. uh, yeah, so. A renewed sense of home, and yeah. you help couples in transition, and yes. you help couples. Uh, who who do you really love working with? Um, I well, I really love working with couples. <laughs> um, so, but sometimes, but sometimes the so it can be merging couples, couples who are merging. They they could be merging their homes together, or maybe they already live together and they're you know moving together to a different home. So there's that. And then there's also um, the couples who are separating. And sometimes um, they've already separated. And so someone finds me as they're sort of in that recovery process. But I still consider that part of the couples in transition aspect. 
So people who are merging, people who are separating, um, those are my uh, most favorite people to work with. I heard of it. I heard it called conscious uncoupling, but not everybody is that conscious when they uncouple, are they? <laughs> yeah. So um, I did help. Um, I did help a, a client who probably there was a little bit less consciousness going on, <laughs> but not from their aspect, but from the other person who was more sort of dragging their feet in the process. Um, but. I remember when I was a realtor for about three minutes in New Zealand and the emotional roller coaster that people would go through in selling their biggest asset and in moving yeah. and having to dismantle their lives, move somewhere else, even if it was by choice, even if it was a happy, joyous time, Yes, the emotional journey that people went through. So really, you're not only a strategist, you're a therapist, aren't you, babe? Um, yeah, it's kind of like that. I used, to, I used to liken my services to like, it's kind of kind of like space therapy or whatever but it really you, you really end up um i mean my so my first my degree is in psychology and so i originally set it out out to be a counselor and then realized it wasn't quite the right fit for me that i needed to be sort of more creative and physically active in my workplace and so but that whole like you know helping people like helping make a difference in the quality of their lives and um and so this is sort of this is the way you know combining all my talents together that i found that it fits really well. And, you know, for me, it's, I, I just want people to be happy. <laughs> like you want, you help people through style and fashion, right? You help mm -hmm. them be happy in their, their fashion skin and their, you know, way they present themselves to the world. And I help them with the way that their, that their um, home supports them so they can present themselves to the world, so to speak. <laughs> I love that. We both deal, we both help people how they present themselves to the world. We both support them. And I do consider myself a wardrobe therapist, so please, please. I mean, I need need a disclaimer here. I do not want to be sued. <laughs> hey, do you do you remember we were talking about your website photos? One of your happiest places. We were talking about getting a photo of you surrounded by boxes with a clipboard. Mm -hmm. I mean, that 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 is my idea of uh, yeah, not fun. But for you, that's a really happy place. It is. <laughs> I always joke, I joke that like I may have like lost my marbles and <laughs> that I, that I signed up for this, but like, I didn't actually really, I didn't, well, I guess I signed up for it, but honestly, like it just kind of found me because my original, I, I didn't set out to specialize as a professional organizer. I didn't set out to specialize in relocation. It's something that's carved itself out over time. And I found that it's really like my happy place. It's my happy place is like, it's like helping people like make that new nest, like create that new style, find that new space that's just right for them. The, like the Goldilocks, just right, you know? Oh, it's just right. Nest. I love, I love the word nest. I, mm -hmm. I swear a logo, the next logo you come up with needs to be of a nest. Because <laughs> that is, you know, that is so what you do. Hey, can we talk about inclusivity? Absolutely. I know that you, when you say couples, you mean any two people who have made any kind of commitment to each other? Yes, ma'am. Would you like to tell me a little more about that? Um, sure. Well, uh, I'm, I am queer identified. Um, uh, my partner is transgender male. Um, when we met, um, he was um, more like a mid, uh, more like still didn't not really ever female identifying but not yet transition so this is a process that we've gone through together um anyway um i um am 
I'm like, basically like, I've always just loved love, you know, like I just, uh, I love love. I love relationships. And, um, even before I came out and uh, identified as queer, um, I always have just been very love centric. So I, I'm like <laughs> consensual couples, um, whatever gender identity you, um, connect to and whoever you love and whatever they come, come along is like, that works for me. I am super love positive. And I hope I didn't put you on the spot. It's just that I know that is such a inclusive, beautiful, loving part of, of who you are. And I think it really makes you stand out mm -hmm. among other relocation experts you. that you create such a safe space for no matter how society might define the relationship. Yes. Uh, you simply see it as two people that maybe are in pain or maybe that are moving towards a joyous future together yes. and you're there for them. Thank you. And thanks for calling that out. I like, actually really appreciate that because um, it's definitely um, something that's very near and dear to my heart and to be, you know, an organizer and, and move manager that my um, my LGBTQ and allied um, uh, family can come to. It's very important to me. I want to talk about clothes. Let's talk about clothes. Because, hey, I always want to talk right? about clothes. Right? And it's fun. Clothes are amazing. It is. Had a, a conversation at the FBOM uh, conference on the weekend where we'd all were pretty jazzed up on coffee and we were talking about how our clothing has changed since COVID. Mm -hmm. And one of the women there said that uh, her shoes are lonely. Her shoes yes. just never get to come out of the yes. closet anymore. Yes, the shoes are lonely. My points are gathering dust. It's super tragic. How has your clothing changed since COVID? I mean, every time I see you on a Zoom, you're, you're gorgeously dressed from the waist up with those pearls that your mother gave you. <laughs> Thank you. And, oh, 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 and tell me about your new tie-dye, uh, your new tie-dye sweats. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, so, well, the first question is how has, how has clothing changed since COVID? Um, so, um, I, uh, so it's, it's changed a little bit. Um, uh, I mean, like, you know, well, definitely like my weight has changed, you know, definitely done a bit of comfort eating. Um, and so, um, so my, I've like gone up a size in clothing and so, um, and because we can't like try clothes on and stuff now, I'm sort of like, you know, mail order shopping or just grab the thing off the, you know, as you go by in Target or whatever, you know, grab it off the rack kind of thing, but you can't really try them on and it's, and I'm not trying to go in and out of the store all the time, you know? So like I've transferred completely to like elastic waistband pants, um, which looks like, um, the top thing is kind of normal. That hasn't changed too much. Um, well, it's changed a little bit, but let me go back to the pants. So the pants, so I basically in, in the house, I wear, uh, like pajama style pants, but pajama, they're, they're lounge pants. They, they look kind of like pants, but they're the fabric's too light to wear them out in public kind of thing. So that's sort of like my inside wardrobe and my outside wardrobe is primarily like sweats. <laughs> so there's not a lot going out and being fancy these days, you know, so I've got this, like you said, that sweatsuit. So I found this fantastic tie-dyed uh, matching sweatsuit at Target <laughs> and it's crazy in my branding colors, like the, the lavender, purpley, p 
pink color with the gray. <laughs> I was just like, that's crazy. I'm taking it. And like literally never have bought like a matching sweatsuit in my whole entire life. And, you know, and, and definitely not, I definitely usually look at the price too. And I was like, I don't care whatever the price is. It, it's my colors. I'm buying it size large. Great. Let's go. <laughs> Can I validate you in that? Sometimes we see something that is just so us and it resonates with us. We may not even be sure why, but the fact that that was in your brand yeah. colors, which are colors that really speak to you, that really make you feel mm -hmm. good, and it completely fit uh, the lifestyle that you yeah. need right now. Uh, if you hadn't got it, I would have dragged you by the scruff of your neck and matched you, you know, marched you down there and made you get it because... And I totally get the whole buying online thing. I mean, I'm a stylist and I have been buying, returning, buying, uh, returning, buying, returning yeah. because size charts, size charts are, I mean, there's no such thing as a wrong body. Okay. COVID-19 pounds, right. we get it. And there's no such thing as a wrong body. It's just wrong clothing. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, buying online, um, I mean, I've spent hours and hours and hours researching clothing for other clients and yeah, it's, it's an art form. The fact that you found the most kick-ass tie-dye sweat suit. What do you guys call it? Sweat, um, sweat suit. Sweat. Yeah. Sweat suit, whatever sweat, you call sweat it. Sweat suit, I don't know, yeah. Thank that, you. It's not really, really a suit. It's not a suit in the terms of like, you know, with the, you know, your pants and your yeah. blazer or whatever. But yeah, they call it a sweat, sweat suit. I think I've called it, heard called jumpsuit before too. But... Well, either way, I have seen it and it is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. So what I want to know is when you were a uh -huh. little girl, um, what did you like dressing up as? Did you like dressing up as anything? Um, I definitely love clothes and um, I kind of, I feel like I have like kind of like two phases of clothing um, or two phases. Of, when I think of like clothing, I think of like the stuff that I wore to school um, at home, like especially when I was a younger kid and stuff like it was a lot of like things that you get dirty and stuff because I lived in the woods and I was climbing in the dirt and building things and, you know, playing with Tonka trucks as well as like building a fort and then playing waitress and restaurant with my neighbor, neighbor friend, Erica, that lived down the, down the road. Um, but the things, uh, so my, my school clothing um, for, I call it like pre ninth grade, um, was very like name brand oriented. Like, um, you know, that's when I was trying to be like the cool kid or whatever. Um, I honestly was never really the cool kid, but <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so it was like Cherokee, Gloria Vanderbilt. And then that was when like the button fly Levi's came out, you know, like that was when they were like the thing and it was, that what that was in the eighties. And it was like, if you still had, um, zip up jeans, you were like, what? <laughs> People were like looking at you with their eyeballs crossed. Like where, you know, like you like definitely, because I specifically remember, I specifically remember, um, judging this guy when I met him that later did become my boyfriend, my first, like, I think true love or whatever. Um, <laughs> And you because he didn't you have zip up pants head. and I was like okay <laughs> but then later on and so it, like at first like I totally was like mm, whatever you know but then later on we like ran into each other at the fair oh my god I could go on about the story it's so hilarious but anyway um 
you know, and then by then I think he had gotten like the button up pants and I'm pretty sure like I didn't, I didn't like judge him. I didn't say, well, I'm going to be with him now because it's okay because you have button fly pants or whatever, you know, <laughs> but like, but I do remember like being like, mm, zip up pants. Okay. You know? <laughs> it's so hilarious how, oh my God. But we do that. We judge people. We even if it's unconsciously on our clothes, it's like our subconscious does it. And when you're a teenager, I, I mean, not fitting in, it's it's a yeah. it's a huge deal. And can we get back to the fair? Because oh my we, god, no. Okay, so the the fashion tragedies back then. Okay, so so um so uh, Chrissy Nichols was like my best. She was my bestie. We were like we were like thick as thieves, right? So we. <laughs> Oh my God, the adventures we had. Anyway, we thought it was really cool to like dress alike. <laughs> we And it's really sad we don't have any photos. And I'm like, oh, it's so tragic. And and then one year for Christmas, I got like this, this outfit that had like, the, it was like red Cherokee, those cotton, it was cotton pants, but they're red Cherokee with the pleats in front. And then I had this like, this uh, top that was like, plaid with puffy sleeves and then a vest that was like reversible red on one side and striped it on the other and that was like and we we were going roller skating and that was like the days like of roller skating and stuff and um the roller rink and everything and so we would go and we bought our own skates and we thought we were so cool and we would go pattern skating and stuff and she thought my outfit was so cool she went out and bought her own so like <laughs> so we would go dressed as twins everywhere and then until I think, I think it, I think it may have stopped at this point. I don't remember exactly, but someone's like, mm, why do you always dress alike? <laughs> I think it's super cute. And I remember the roller uh, rink. Do you remember like the yes, couples dances yes. and, you know, yes. you go around in couples and the, did you always have a mirror ball? My roller skating rink. A, a mirror ball? ball? Yeah, mirror ball. Oh, oh, B A L L. Oh, Come on, yeah, we call accent. it a disco ball. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes, we had that. Yeah. I mean, plus I, plus I do have my yeah. aligners in. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> mirror ball. Yeah, Dis disco ball. Yeah, so that's what that's what I know it as. Oh. Yeah. What what color? Uh, they were white. Um, before I owned my own, I had skate covers so that it looked like I had cool skates. They were white also, you know, you buy, you use the rentals and you pull the white skate covers down over here. I, ha I now have a pair of roller skates and I'm so excited for like when this all ends and we can like go out and be in group skating because I've just, I've just discovered the Seattle roller skate community. Not that like you go to the roller rink community, but the people that like skate outside and uh, I was like, how did I not know about them? So I'm super excited to go play with them. Well, well I, I don't blame you. Um, I, I think I spent all my formative years yeah. at a roller skating rink, which uh, says something about the yes. era 80s. You know, Levi button-up right. toys were a classic. So, so you, even then you were aware of brands, you were yeah. aware of fashion. But then I dogged were... all of that oh, when I hit ninth grade because, yes, Really? Because I, um, I'm, um, completely changed friendship. Like Christy and I had like a falling out. And, and so, um, I sort of was looking for new friends and that was also my parents were going through, uh, the divorce. And, um, so I met this gal, Trisha, who's like still a close friend to this day, um, uh, in divorce kids group, <laughs> I 
guess. I don't know, a support group or whatever. Hope she doesn't mind that I said that. <laughs> but, you know. I think but, you're good. You know, There's a lot of but, pressures um, in the world. We met there and we became besties. And she introduced me to all the, you know, freaks, the freaky crowd. The freaks were the artists and the, the, um, the kids that were, you know, just different, flying their own, you know, making their own tune or whatever, um, floating their own boat. Um, and so like nowadays we, um, we might call them like goths or whatever, but like that term, like I didn't know that term back then. It was like freaks or art freaks or punks or something like that. Like um, some of the skater kids hung out with us. So she introduced me to that crowd. And that was sort of like this major like awakening of like finding my people kind of thing. And so, and, and the place you shop as that from that group was like the thrift stores. So before it's crazy because like, you know, I grew up like, um, we grew up with financial, some financial limitations. And so like we had to shop very thrift, very, um, financially savvy, you know, like uh, find the sales, you know, and, or go to consignment stores, which was completely super mortifying to me. Um, and then when I hit ninth grade and I made these new friends, then all of a sudden it was like cool to shop in the thrift stores. <laughs> so like, I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, so that was where I found all the really cool stuff. And that was also, you know, when it was like Madonna was around and, you know, like all the alternative music scene and stuff when they had all the like super crazy and Cindy Lauper, you know, and stuff. And so fashion was, that's where you found fashion like that. That's where you found fashion to mimic your icons. Thrift stores. Oh, oh, Madonna. Oh, yeah. Cindy Lauper. Wait, this is, I'm feeling this really weird urge of deja, feeling a deja vu of parallel lives. You know, Amy, I was wondering, you know how you were in that yeah. divorced kids group? I bet that is part of what makes you so empathetic and sympathetic and caring towards people that are going through uncoupling um, right now. Talk about a unique perspective on that, even though I know you work primarily with adults. And I love what you said about finding your people because I know your clients mm -hmm. become your people. They, they end up becoming long-term friends. I've read the testimonials on your website. You become, they become yeah. your people. So... I think you've come full circle in a lot of ways. All right. You have been incredibly generous with your time because I promised I'd only like keep you kept oh, up for 15 minutes. If you were going, oh, well, it's a blessing. If you were going to look at your closet right now, you're looking at your clothes, you're looking at that fantastic tie-dye sweatshirt and sweatpants. What would you say to your clothes? Clothes? Come on, I come on, work like, with me here. So work I'd be like, mm, I miss you. <laughs> because, because, you know, the clothes that aren't getting worn, um, you know, are some of the ones that, that I've, you know, temporarily sized out of. Um, like my wide leg pants, the the um, the ones that have the, they have the buttons that go, the sailor style, the buttons that go up the front. These ones are like, they zip up the side, but they have, they have, but they appear to be button ups in the front, you know, so that sailor style, you know what I'm talking about? So, anyway, so anyway, so I miss those. I, I'm not wearing those. Um, cause they, and they're also when they did fit early on in COVID they're they're too long for wearing in the house. They require like a, a small heel or something. Um, <clears throat> and, um, 
yeah, just some of the some of the um, things that I'm not wearing because um, they're a little tight or uncomfortable for sort of just sitting at the desk all day or whatever. So I miss those. Uh, my shoes are like uh, <laughs> my jeans. <laughs> my jeans are completely. Oh my god, I I couldn't probably even put them on and zip them up at this point. Um, my jeans are have gone into the hibernation pile. <laughs> so. Yeah, I actually like don't even really open up the closet very much because that most a lot of the hanging stuff, like, I don't know, I guess some of the stuff in my wear, I've been paying attention a little bit more. But honestly, I, I have been wearing a lot of T-shirts and, you know, flowy pants, T-shirts with my pearls, you know, on the Zoom call or whatever. But I have a bunch of T-shirts that I've acquired also over this time. So I bought some t-shirts to support causes and stuff and then also have been gifted some t-shirts because I supported causes. Anyway. <laughs> I love that. I'm hearing conscious consumerism. I'm hearing a love for your clothes that you are missing your clothes. I think don't forget to open your closet every day and go, <laughs> I miss you. I miss you, my people. You will be back in my life. I have you, you we are going to be together again. And you know what? I'm going to wear you jeans. I'm going to probably wear you roller skates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on that note, on that note, Amy, so what happens now is because I am getting, I am so into this anchor thing at the moment. As I push my finished recording, it will process and then uh -huh. I upload and then I will also send nice. you the audio file. I mean, I, I mean, how, how, I swear, I'm just, we're sheer geniuses, Amy, <laughs> sheer geniuses. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for being in my life and thank you for uh, kicking, you know, for being number two, but number one. I'll see you at the car. All right. See you at the Bye. Bye.